All right, Nick. Absolutely. I'm just tucking my nipple back in <laughs> because no it's reason. the Steel City NFTs podcast. Mute your channel when you're editing podcast. You could have just cut your channel. Nick. Yeah, I could have. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Panic. Panic. This is dog's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Just do the song, man. I'll cut all that shit out. Just do the song. <laughs> For a third time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Welcome, everyone, to the Steel City NFTs pod, where too much NFTs is barely enough. We're recording on a wet Thursday evening, just three days after Will Smith gave us one of the most unexpected moments in TV history. I'm Nick, and joining me today, we have B, dialed in from Goulburn, Australia's first inland city. And Ace dialed in from somewhere else in the metaverse. Fellas, how are you? And B, what on earth is happening in Goulburn, sir? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good. Um, I'm making my way down the eastern seaboard of Australia looking for a um, Chico's, not necessarily a replacement, but some some other Chico's equivalents that we can potentially hit up for sponsorships because, as you know, Chico's is yet to reach out to us, which is very unexpected and unprofessional of them. (laughs) Professional radio <laughs> silence on their end. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what else we can find around here, and um, you know, potentially unearth a new heartland at the same time. I like it. I like it. Ace, how are you, mate? Have you recovered from the the slap heard around the globe? No, not at all. I'm still all over it. Can't get enough of it. And, and like, just just in the last three days, in the in the, I think on the the day after, I was all in on the it was it was real. Was authentic, and then on Wednesday, I wavered when when some of the, I guess there was time for a lot of these articles to come out, conspiracy articles, I guess. And then I was on, I was all in on the it's staged, it's it's did you shenanigans. That it was staged? Did did they suck you in with the it's staged line yesterday? And now today, I'm back on the it was real. So it's been it's been a ride. Been a right. Let me ask you: the people who think it was staged, are they the ones who think they're going to get COVID from the mobile phone towers? Is <laughs> well, the same? Some, <laughs> there, there's, there, there is some compelling ideas getting thrown out there, such as some body language, quote unquote, experts. Oh yeah. Um, kind of zeroing in on Rock's reaction and or, or lack of reaction, because usually that you have some kind of defensive movement. He took it like a G, didn't he? Yeah, he just kind of took it. I think that threw people. Yeah. You have you ever have you ever seen CB4? Yes. Yeah, I've seen before. Yeah, MC Gusto, mate. Yep, he's a jerk. Absolutely. Well, look, the academy, you know, such was the the uproar. Uproar, such was the the event that it became. The day after the Oscars, they announced that they'd be holding an investigation into what happened. Now, one, how are they not watching their own telecast? Because I mean, that's the investigation right there. You can see exactly what happened. So I don't know why you need to investigate, but okay. And number two, we've got a bit of a scoop here on the Steel City NFTs pod. Now, that's not unusual. We've done that before. We'll, we'll probably do it again. We know who's going to be heading the Academy inquiry into the incident. We know. We found out. We dug around. We know that it's the one-time Manly Warringah Sea Eagles coach, the man whose head was stomped on by Adam McDougall in the 1997 ARL Grand Final. We're talking about Jeff Tuvey. Jeff Tuvey is going to lead the Academy investigation into what happened. Ace, you were at the press conference today. How'd it go down there, mate? Yeah, it was great to see him. What a gritty, just a veteran kind of figurehead that 
you know, in that 97 grand final, he didn't, he refused to die. Because I he think we all thought he was gone. We all thought he was gone when his head got stomped on. <laughs> and um, I actually grabbed a quick um, soundbite from the press conference um, where he was just kind of tabling, um, you know, basically why he was interested. Because when you think of Hollywood kind of, was it the academy? He really doesn't have much to do with that. And career and experience wise, not sure where he fits in, but he had this to say. So as you can see, he's very passionate about the process and, you know, kind of investigation. Um, Investigations in general. I guess he's a fan. He's a fan. I talked over you before, man. Sorry. I was just saying he's not the name that comes to mind when you think about Hollywood, is it? Jeff Toovey. He's the name that comes to mind when you think about Adam McDougall stomping on someone's head. So I guess it's <laughs> I guess it's his passion, like you say, the investigation. If you can just get that investigation bit lined up again, he just he cares deeply about investigation. <laughs> And someone needs to be accountable. Well, I imagine yeah. that would be Will Smith if I had to have a guess. Probably. I feel, I feel <laughs> it must be, you know, Tuvi must just have, you know, he must just be, you know, he grew up on Fresh Prince and and um, he's he's just as as perplexed as the rest of us is what made him snap and he, he needs to know. He wants to get to the bottom of it. It's really sad because we're the right age, you know, early 40s where both of those guys, like we watched them growing up and they're both apparently the nicest guy ever. Really funny, big fans of both. And to see them have an altercation like that, I was so uncomfortable watching it, you know. It just oh, it was it was tough to watch. Yeah, it was really hard to watch. That's, you know, two of my favorites. Um I don't know what shocked me more, the fact that that Will did that, or the fact that Chris seemingly did nothing about it. I'm not sure what yeah, what what was more surprising. He held it together, didn't he? Like can we just can we just um, bring up one little factoid that Nick Nick brought up that was overlooked, and then I have to bring up that Nick brought it up because it was incredible. And <laughs> <laughs> that when in the in the group message when we started going back and forth as as was, this was kind of happening or kind of the news was coming out, Nick's later moments later kind of thrown out the. Um, how about when Venus Williams' nipple came out? Are we not talking about this? And <laughs> I actually hadn't seen or heard anything about that, but this this has been completely overlooked, and I don't know what the mass media is just looking in the wrong direction here. Um, yeah, nipple slip that Nikki was all over. I just had to throw that out there. So did Will do it just to distract the cameras from what was going on? And in other parts of the uh, the arena. Nah, look, I don't know if we're going to include this or not, fellas, but even on the off chance we do. <laughs> during the live feed, they kept cutting to the Williams family during Will's acceptance speech for the Oscar. And, uh, yeah, Venus was having a nip slip at the time. and no one oh, so That was it. much later in the telecast. It was telecast. much later. It was much later. I, see, and no I, one, I don't know if people were being polite because of everything else that had happened on the evening and they didn't want to draw attention to it. All right, well, we're well and truly off track, fellas, as is our way. Let's get let's get it organised, you know. Listen up. As much as we love NF teams and Chris Rock and Will Smith, 
please don't take our enthusiasm as financial advice. Do your own research, you know, or perhaps start an investigation with Jeff Tootin. If you want to learn more about NF Teams, check out the links to Twitter and Discord in the episode description for today's pod. Then come online and say good day. Share a meme or two. Uh, NF Teams has a very welcoming, friendly community, and we love to see new people there. Ace, we need to be back on track, man. We've just talked about Will Smith and Chris Rock for about eight minutes. Can you pump us up with an NF Teams-related song, and then we'll get this show on the road? Absolutely. It's the Steel City NFTs podcast. We keep our wives' names out of the podcast. Something's gotta be done. This is ridiculous. There's gotta be an investigation on the podcast. Excellent, excellent. Thanks, man. That has pumped me up. That was great. Let's go around the grounds. Let's get back on track. First of all, Steve has just made an announcement that the final will go live tonight. Um, the games will be up, and so will the April tournament. I'm trying to get back in my soundboard. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to get back. We haven't had that in a while. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. I think and like any new listeners, they've missed out. Like, is it possible we have one or two new listeners from? Oh, one or two less, perhaps. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah. We well, might have lost lost a couple, gained a couple. Yeah. Yeah, stays at a couple. Turkey hasn't listened in a while, <laughs> but both tournaments going live tonight. As you know, as you know, this is Thursday for us. This will probably go out tomorrow, Friday. So they should both be live by the time you hear this. The eight teams in the final for the March tournament from the West. We have the South Side Z Heads. You know, from the West, the South Side Z Heads, and they they are they're interesting. They got in on a tiebreaker, which is stressful enough, but every single round they have been auto played. Auto played yeah. Polks is the owner of the Southside Z head and they auto played every round into the final. What do you think of that? That's sensational. I wish I had the nuts to do that. I'm going to have to do that from now on. I'm all in on autoplay. I have to, I have to, he's, he's an inspiration. How's the, how's the pressure on him now though? Does he autoplay continue to. the streak? He has to, right? You have to, you have to go with it. Yeah. You can't change up now. Um, you, that's just messing with the universe. Yep. From the east, Super Smash Longhorns. From the southeast, the Chicago Penguins. From the south, the Targeting Kings. Southwest, the Wandering Man Bulls. From the north, the Rattled Stalkers. From the northwest, the Southside Volpines. And from the northeast, the OK Boomer Stalkers. Now, another interesting team in there is from the south, the Targeting Kings, because their owner, RedHedge.eth, after qualifying for the final, said that he'd spoken to the team. And the targeting kings, if they win the final, they'll be donating 25% of the winnings to the people of eastern Poland who are trying to accommodate 2 million-plus people coming across the border as they flee from the Ukraine. So isn't that a, a, another just incredible gesture from the NF Teams community, guys? Yeah, it's awesome. Like He should really be applauded for that. That's a really generous um, uh, offer. The other team should just um, throw the throw the final. Actually, <laughs> you know what? If I was against him, I wouldn't. But I still, <laughs> but I'll say I'll, I'll donate a little bit as well. Like you know, I'll just jump on board with that. I, I need that. I maybe need just that. is there a tiebreaker for that? Maybe <laughs> just maybe just throw away your tiebreaker or something. I don't know. Yeah, listening to those teams, Ace. We often talk about blue collar teams. None of those are board apes, Bitcoin crowns, or ETH crowns. No, they all they sounded like working class teams from their names. Right. They sounded Outside like penguins. This, the rattled that, the wandering this. 
awesome. I'm all for it. I, I support those guys. It's good to see them in the final. Like one of these working class teams is going to win something here. Absolutely. Just, yeah. Just goes to show you just need any team and you're in the, you're in there with a shot. That's right. So as we just mentioned, none of those, would you say fancy pants? None of those fancy pants teams? Well, like uh, Zeus's and there's no Hydra's. There's no golden nuggets in there. No. All, all just blue, blue collar teams. I tell you what, though, we came close. Goggles 16s targeting board apes were alive in the conference finals. And halfway through the conference finals, they still had a chance to win their, their bracket too. So they were two wins away, basically, from triggering the board ape mega tournament. Now, with the current floor price of a board ape, plus the ape coin that comes with it now, if someone were to win that with their board ape, they'd basically be getting about $600,000 of prizes. B, what do you think of that, man? Yeah, love it, love it. It's big time, life changing money, and and I think there's a lot of people that really haven't really got their head around that that there's that much on the line from NFTs. Don't pump it up too much, because if you pump it up too much, some of these kind of um, board ape owners that aren't paying attention, that's kind of sitting back, nugging on their ape, they're going to start entering the tournaments seriously and start participating. So maybe just let's just keep it a little harsh. Yeah, keep it on the low down. Um, luckily, Kevy, luckily no one listens. Yeah, no one's listening. But, oh, like, you know, guys like Kevy that have an ape and are kind of trying to hustle and get that win, maybe maybe, maybe go to auto picks, don't know. And you got Koo that had the Koo, King Koo. King Koo. The uh, ape lord, king of the king of the apes. He's got three team, three apes. So, I thought he had forty-seven. He might have forty-seven. He'd be the odds-on favorite to <laughs> trigger that, wouldn't he? Shout out, Koo. Shout out, shout out like yeah. Look, yeah. Oh shout yeah. Out, shout out, Koo. But just before we get going, just on that point, welcome back, Nikki. Firstly, <laughs> oh yeah, I know what this is. Go on, go on, go on. Lay it on me. You didn't have to. You didn't have to come back. No, I didn't think he was coming back. I feel a leader. I thought we lost him. I actually texted Ace yesterday and and said, "Mate, what are we going to do? Like, neither of us can lead a pod. Like, you know, we're we're just <laughs> we're an app. Yeah, yeah, we're in we're an annex. We're in the back. We're just in the background. You know, bit of comedy comedy relief or whatever. Because Nikki's not particularly funny, but." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you're back. You you hit us up. You you actually got back to us, and it was quite nice. Thank you. I'm back, man. It was just a, a ten day contract. I was on loan to NFT Sports Radio, <laughs> and, and I've returned now. Shout out, Koo, man. Yeah, it was the big leagues, though, wasn't it? That was a polished pod. You spoke very well. Thank you. I almost forgot that I was on the pod you were talking about <laughs> because of how professional you were you like you were talking about this podcast you do and i was like this sounds interesting i might give a listen i was like wait a minute is that the one i'm, I'm on and i thought is he talking about the same thing did you get paid to go solo nicky i got paid more than i get paid to do this one yeah right hey ace you want to just check his wallet um <laughs> see if he got given a like an ape or something to do you know to go solo i did, I did notice he, he mentioned he had nine teams during that podcast I think we should just have a um... double check, see if there's some shenanigans. I'll have to get <laughs> Jeff Tuvey in to do an investigation. Where's Tuvey Short? There it is. There could be. Investigation. This is going to be something. 
Someone's got to be accountable for this. There could be 23 teams there now. <laughs> Wasn't paid anything, but I got given a whole... It, it, was, not, it was just odd seeing you on there. You, you represented us really well, but at the same time, it just kind of had that Mick Jagger doing that song with David Bowie kind of feel to it. <laughs> you know that one? I think it's Dancing in the Street. I know that one. There's a, they have a video. And in the video, David and Michael are jumping around very enthusiastically. They're just happy to be in each other's company singing the song. But at the same time, you think, what are the rest of the Rolling Stones doing when they see this? How do they feel? Mm. And I feel like that was me and B. I think yeah. we were going through it. They were going through it. Yeah, I was going through it. I was having a great time. You were. We saw it. you were jumping up and down. <laughs> That's with David Bowie jumping up, up and down in the street, making music together, making beautiful music together. <laughs> That's right. Without us. Shout out for Koo, man. Thanks for having me on NFT Sports Radio. That was a lot of fun. We'll do it again, and, and maybe we'll um, we'll record the video so the B and A's can watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> Jerseys are getting closer, fellas. Jerseys. Shout out, Kevy. Shout out, Kevin. Massive shout out. There's a video coming out tomorrow that Steve's going to release of his board ape, and it's being used as a as a promo, I suppose, for the jersey drop that, that's pending now. So that's going to be exciting tomorrow. That's the one that there's been sneak peeks of on Twitter. The other thing that I saw today, guys, uh, or two things actually, Duna Deagle in Discord has had a big week of community services. Listen to these two things. First, the Australian Ducks, which was a team owned by Joelish, they were hacked and stolen. Gone. Again, which happens a little bit too frequently, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and they were bought, honestly, you know, by a bloke named Thompson who didn't know they'd been stolen previously. Duna got involved and helped bring the guys together and um, the Australian Ducks were returned to Jolish. All three guys, happy with how it ended, fair prices, team returned. Um, and it's just another example of the kick-ass community that we have in NF teams, isn't it, Ace? Awesome. That's that's great to see. But we really have to stamp out these Staniel type characters that keep fucking it up for people. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It is happening too to often. Stop. What's that be, sorry, mate? Sorry. I was saying it is happening too often. Yeah. It's probably Staniel's fault, if we're honest. So to that, I say, Staniel, stop it. <laughs> stop it now. Stop it. Otherwise, there'll be an investigation. An yeah. Investigation. But just on that, we've done that joke too many times. Yeah, no, we'll just. <laughs> We'll move straight past it. <laughs> How many times two weeks ago did we say we're the top gear of pods? Yeah. Where we, Seven. It's not really about what it's supposed to be about. <laughs> I didn't actually understand what that meant till afterwards someone told me, someone explained it to me. But, yeah, cool. I get it now. <laughs> the second thing uh, for Duna is that in Aarhus, in Denmark, and NF Team's Heartland, their Chico's equivalent, Chick in has closed. It's shut. It's gone. It's devastating. Is it closed maybe just for a rebranding and a, a, a new name? No. Nah, because Chicken's pretty, um, pretty out there. Yeah, no, the sign said permanently closed, I think. Oh. Um, and Duna found out about this and he let me know because he knew that I'd want to know this news and, and didn't want to, didn't want you know, some nobody to tell me. He didn't want me to find out in the newspaper or something. So he got in touch and let me know, which was kind of him. Thanks, man. Shout out to Duna. I guess this means a couple of things. One... We're going to need a new Chico's equivalent in Aarhus. So anyone who's over there listening can get onto that. But two, I suspect, hear me out here, I suspect that someone like Chicken Treat, maybe Hattie Bees, felt threatened by 
chick in and they went over there and they shut them down somehow. Less competition for them to sponsor the pod. What do you think? What do you think, B? Is that, is that possible? Look, it's you can't say it's impossible. I would say it's highly unlikely. However, I would hate to think that that you know one of our esteemed Chico's equivalents would would stoop to such levels, um, especially considering none of them have even reached out to us to try to sponsor us yet. So to sabotage another potential sponsor when there has been no sponsorship attempts would be uh, it'd be extreme. Ex- well, on far, far, far extreme. Would you think that that would necessitate a Jeff Tuvi investigation soundbite? Yes. All right. There's got to be an investigation into this. There's got to be someone's going to be accountable for this. And just by hearing that, I feel better about it now because something's going to get done. Well, at least someone's looking into it. Yeah. But you know what? You, like it. It does a, a Heartland that we have a criteria for the Heartlands, but I think Chicken Shop needs to be added to that. And yeah, no, it's I a Heartland. It's a heartland of our chicken shop now. Yeah, no, I thought that was like an unofficial um, terms and conditions of being a heartland. <laughs> it's a heartland without a heart is what it is. Damn it. Yeah, so we need a new I'm one. I'm sad. We need a new uh, new chicken and Chico's equivalent over there. Um, we I'm should sad. start by sending some supplies over. Well, it's a humanitarian crisis, isn't it? Yeah. Bag up some Chico's burgers and put some them in just like one chips. of those bags <laughs> and airmail it. I can get those, you know, those foil-lined bags. Just yeah. send, just salt and vinegar chips. Just send them straight over. Look, it might be a big mushy pile of potato by the time it gets there, but it's the thought that counts. It'll Absolutely. help the people. It'll help the people. Um, fellas, finally, the golden zombies. You might remember them from a few weeks ago. They were. How could nominee. we forget? That's right. How could you forget? They were a nominee for the Gold Shield Award. The first one. First one ever. Uh, and they were nominated because they'd been listed for sale about 85 times. 85 times for sale and, and they'd never sold. Well, it's happened. The Golden Zombies have been bought for 0.6969 ETH. Congratulations, Golden Zombies. Good job. Well done. The they, price was right. The price, the price was right. right. <laughs> They've been sold to winning 78. So winning 78, you are winning. You've just purchased the 255th ranked team. Basically, the zombie lord, king, the zombie leader. Yeah, zombie it's got to be. So in the zombie apocalypse, the golden zombies, he'll come to the fore, right? He'll be their leader, I would think. Yeah, 100%. He seems somewhat indestructible too if he's made of gold. Yeah. He's been through some shit and he cannot be beaten. He is the leader of the zombies. And I think that's 0.6969. Like, it's expensive, but it's a bug. Exactly. Absolutely. Expensive, but a bargain. That's right. Well, fellas, that just about covers everything that we've got listed. Is there anything we've missed that you want to chat about? Shout out, Kevy. Shout out, Kevy. Shout out, Kevy. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. Dropping that video tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Do you think having the golden ape in that ad will bring the eyeballs that, that we are hoping for? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the idea. And, and Steve said that he's going to continue to use the ape to, to draw attention to the project. He also mentioned that, look, this doesn't mean that the prices of teams are going to rise the floor necessarily, but just to, to create a bit of buzz, to get the, the community hyped, um, it's something he's doing and going to continue to do. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's exciting. And, and tomorrow we're going to see a video promoting the jersey drop. So, you know. 
I wonder is what he, we're going to see. Is he putting pants on the ape for this one? I, I thought I saw a video of the ape and it didn't have oh, pants. Oh, yeah. I think that was an early an early rendering of he the did. 3D model. I think he was on his way to the bathroom at like 2 in the morning. That's why he didn't have pants on. <laughs> this one might have a shirt and no pants. Depends what time of day they're filming, I suppose. Hopefully there's pants on the, on the final. Needs pants. There should be pants. Yeah. Oh, final video. It's a G-rated project. G-rated project. We don't need any uh, Humphrey B. Bear type of controversy. <laughs> Who was the bear on the late show? Um, Shirty? Was it Shirty, the slightly aggressive bear? Yeah, it was, um, it was Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, Russell Crowe was inside him. It was Shirty, the slightly aggressive bear, and it was just footage of him running around tackling people and doing slightly aggressive things. We don't need a slightly aggressive gold ape, I suppose, do we, B? No. Um, but I, I do appreciate um, like the, the effort, and I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's quite a cost at um, creating that 3D uh, model and the ad and, and everything. So it is, you know, obviously being used as a marketing for an F team. So I think it's it will be good. I hope it does, you know, go viral and, and gets out there and people who are really invested in that whole board ape, you know, ecosystem, whether they're holders or not, there's a lot of people that are very interested in it. Hopefully they, they do put more eyeballs on, on the NF teams. Yeah. Yeah. Seconded. A lot of work will have gone into that and, and that's hopefully the outcome I would think. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us talk about NF teams and, you know, some other stuff as well for probably half the pod. We hope you've enjoyed it. It's a big week ahead for NF teams uh, with the video tomorrow and the jersey drops coming. So we look forward to talking about that next time that we meet. Have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Nikki, give me an audio cue point for when I do the AO. Already on point, hang on. Pointing. Oh, solid. Lovely. Solid.